Hi guys, welcome to a brand new episode of the Zanen Podcast. My name is Cora Zanen Nazinga. You know, um, just like the 1440, I can't remember the date exactly, um, when the, the the printing press came about and it ushered in the, um, um, what's it called, the Protestant Revolution. And similar to that date is 20, 2007 when the iPhones came into play, where there was Facebook, where the, um, what I call the digital transformation or the digital revolution. A lot altered, a lot happened, a lot changed for us. Like we, it kind of ushered us into a new, um, should I say, a level of civilization. What I call today um, the modern society, right? So we, we've experienced quite a lot, um, but at the same time, with the increment in digital revolution brought in a lot of challenges to our modern lives and one of the things i can say to that is one of the greatest challenges of the modern life is this no matter how hard we try no matter how successful we are and no matter how good a parent or a worker or a spouse or a friend is it feels like it's never enough i don't know if i felt like that in a way but uh, certainly i've kind of felt like that um severally there's this always uh, there's, you feel like there's someone who is always richer there's someone who is finer there's someone who is actually smarter there's someone who is actually more powerful um someone that makes us feel small in comparison somehow failure of any kind large or small is actually unacceptable now the result has kind of like presented itself now you go, if you go to a lot of places you see um therapist offices pharmaceuticals companies and self-help um aisles are kind of like a boosters are besieged by people who feel like they are not okay as they are now you ask yourself what do i need to do this feeling of inadequacy this feeling of okay now a lot of things are happening but i'm still feeling inadequate of myself i'm not feeling great even though you have all the advantages to yourself now one response has come in form of you know the self-help movement like if you've been following up you, you self-help movement came into play over the years there have been literally thousands of books and magazines and articles promoting self-help and how to get it how to raise it and how to keep it so self-help movement has has become a thing now anyone who does not feel confident enough does like oh you need to get yourself some self good self how would i put it? like healthy self-esteem that, that, that's how they usually put it so it kind of like became a movement self-esteem became a movement and over the years literally there were a lot of books a lot of books has been written a lot of magazines a lot of articles and it has become a thing a lot of people are talking about self-esteem and which in itself is not bad you know the pursuit of high self-esteem has become a virtual religion uh, but research indicates that this has um, this has a lot of serious downsides for real our culture has become so competitive that we need to feel special in above average just to feel okay about ourselves now these days being called average is actually an insult just imagine saying oh you did a very good job at the, at the office you did a very fantastic work and you know that, at least that's what you think you know but now you kind of like get a critique from your boss who is like how clearly very experienced who's been there on a job for more than 30 years you know and then he gives like a very constructive criticism and then you feel like mm, i don't like that i want to take that i just like he should have given me a lot of credit on that you know so somehow we've kind of trained ourselves to begin to feel like any form of criticism even if even if it is constructive it becomes damaging to our soul because of how we've been able to train ourselves to believe that oh there's nothing wrong with ourselves you know i don't know if i'm following our culture has become so competitive we need to feel very special and above average just to feel okay about ourselves 
being called average is actually is an insult. Most people there for feel compared to create uh, what psychologists call self-enhancement bias, putting ourselves up and putting others down so that we can feel superior in comparison. I think that's very sad, really. However, this constant need to feel better than our fellow human beings, it kind of like leads us to a sense of isolation and separation. Last week, I was talking about, like on our previous episode, I was talking about um, resume virtues and the eulogy virtues, you know, how that we actually call to a life of belonging to, not a life of self-centeredness, but a life of community and tribe. That's where we find our ultimate fulfillment, right? But now, this whole concept of self-esteem and everything, the self-esteem movement kind of like makes us to have a sense of isolation and separation from people. And then once we've gotten that high self-esteem, how do you keep it? Now that's the question. The truth of the matter is I can say that it's truly, truly, it's, 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 for me, it's, kind of, it's an emotional roller coaster ride. Uh, our sense of self-world bounces around like a ping-pong ball, rising and falling in lockstep with our latest success or failure. Today you feel high, today you feel low. You know, because of oh, you did a very you did, did, did great at your job yesterday, so your your boss gave you an accolade. So like yesterday, you just jump on a high. So it can, it kind of becomes a cycle of you know going up and going down, going up and going down. And one of the most insidious consequences of self-esteem movement over the last uh, couple of decades is um, the narcissism epidemic. Um, the, an author uh, called Jim Trage, he he wrote a book called Generation Me. He did something that he examined the narcissism level of over 15,000 uh, US college students between uh, the year 1987 and 2006. Uh, during that 20-year period, uh, narcissism scores went through the roof, with over 65% of modern-day students scoring higher in narcissism than previous generations. Not coincidentally, students' average self-esteem levels rose by an even greater margin over the same period. Now, self-esteem is linked to aggression, prejudice, and anger towards those who threaten our sense of self-worth. Remember what I was talking about earlier, like that it's like the desire to kind of like put people down, right? Because anyone, if you're kind of fully subscribed to the concept of self-esteem, which I'm not saying is bad, but if your constant your, your, your focus is consistently on okay, I want to grow my self-esteem, I think what you're going to be battling is the fact that if anyone tries to give you a criticism or say something to you. You feel like oh this person is kind of like watering down the work that i've put in myself like the efforts i've put in over the years to try to grow my self-esteem i don't know if you get what i'm trying to say so it's kind of like it's linked to aggression so once someone challenges our ego it challenges that we begin to like fight back now you know let me give an example a lot of kids like a lot of young people they kind of they, they, they one of the ways by which they kind of they, they boost their ego so like grow their self-esteem is by beating up the kids in the playground exactly very not unhealthy exactly very unhealthy so if you feel like okay if i can beat like if i'm playing football on the street and i'm able to if a fight a fight comes up and then i'm able to beat someone it kind of like gives me an ego like a ego boost it gives me that level of hey um i've got this under control so i can do this so over the years for doing that consistently it kind of gives you how i put it now it kind of grows your confidence level it grows your self-esteem by something that you're doing that is wrong so you are growing your self-esteem by something that is not really healthy. Of course, we don't want to suffer from low esteem either. Of course, like it's not. I'm not saying that okay, we shouldn't grow self-esteem. So we should be, we should, should be able to like, we should be, we should fall under the prey of being or having a low self-esteem problem. No, that's not what I'm trying to say. Now, what's the alternative? There's another way 
to feel good about ourselves which is what is called self-compassion that's what i'm trying to introduce today self-compassion self-compassion involves um being kind to ourselves when life goes awry or when we notice something about ourselves we don't like rather than being cold or harshy or very self-critical um self-compassion recognizes that the human condition is actually imperfect so that we feel connected to others when we fail or suffer rather than feeling uh, separated or isolated it also involves mindfulness right so we are moving from the shift of the the the, the concept of self-esteem movement into like what is called self-compassion that's the concept i'm trying to introduce here right because i, I said earlier that growing self-esteem if anyone gives you any form of feedback you kind of like take it in a very crazy bad way you say that hey man i've been able to grow self-esteem over the years so now who are you to come give me that kind of feedback right so i'm going to fight back so doing that consistently kind of moves you from being a part of a strong community that will help you grow and become a better individual now you want to become isolated and exactly everything against what we talked about resume virtues and eulogy virtues in our previous episode right so i'm introduced i'm talking about the concept of self-compassion when we recognize that the human condition is actually imperfect and thereby kind of like making us feel connected to others that it helps us to kind of like we feel or suffer rather than just feeling separated or isolated it involves mindfulness and that recognition and non-judgmental acceptance of painful emotion as they arise in the present moment rather than suppressing our pain or as making it into an exaggerated personal soap opera uh, we see ourselves and our situation clearly just as a result of having compassion in ourselves being self-compassionate and of course it's actually very important to distinguish between self-compassion from self-esteem self-esteem refers to the degree to which we evaluate ourselves positively it represents how much we like or value ourselves and often based on comparison with others but in contrast self-compassion is not based on positive judgments or evaluations it is actually a way of relating to ourselves people feel compassion because they are human beings not because they are special and above average do you get the difference now because of self-esteem you hate the idea of being called average but if you are compassionate about yourself if you embrace the concept of being compassionate about yourself no matter kind of any kind of feedback that you come like come by whether from your superior or from your subordinate or anyone or your friend of yours you know that yes of course you have weaknesses in yourself is of course this is actually very a tough road to follow it's actually very um, um, counterintuitive but i think there is something that in itself once we begin to embrace it's going to help us become better individuals right in our previous episode we focused on um, resume virtues and eulogy virtues of course eulogy virtues these are things that are not, are not really simple to come by ordinarily people just prefer to wake up in the morning pursue uh, excellent happiness but of course once we begin to embrace what will make us become uh, internalize our happiness become internally happy with ourselves it's going to be a tough uh, mountain to climb but of course this is a problem this is actually something that once we begin to embrace is going to help us become better individuals and of course self-compassion emphasizes interconnection rather than separation this means that with self-compassion you don't have to feel better than others to feel good about yourself it's actually embracing who you are embracing your processes embracing who you are in your like just being confident and being comfortable in your own self giving yourself enough uh, empathy and compassion to be able to grow through your process 
it also offers more emotional stability than self-esteem because it is always there for you when you're on the top of the world and when you actually fall flat on your face now instead of endlessly chasing self-esteem as if um, it were the pot of gold at the end of a rainbow uh, therefore i would argue that we should actually encourage the development of self-compassion that's why we are doing this podcast let's come to that place where we are more focused on developing self-compassion that way whether you're on top of the world or the bottom of the heap we can embrace ourselves with a sense of kindness connectedness emotional balance then we can provide the emotional safety needed to see ourselves clearly and make whatever changes that are necessary to address our suffering we learn to feel good about ourselves not because we're special and above average but because we're human beings this guy wrote a book uh mark Manson, the subtle uh, the subtle art of not giving a fuck and he talked about how we should just crush the idea of all of us are special human beings we are special in self. like that was actually very hard to to relate to you know but uh, if you really embrace if you are not if you've come to that place where you are not like overhyped about yourself but you are true to yourself you know that this is where you are this is where you, this is how you, this are your process this are your this is truly your story you own up to it and you give yourself enough grace to grind to go through your process the own way right you don't want to put yourself under a lot of pressure to say that mm, i have to look a certain way i have to um act a certain way i have to speak a certain way i have to do that i have to do that because everyone else is doing that right so if you're not on that radar if you're not on that grind you begin to feel less of yourself right now that's where the problem of self-esteem comes into play it's, 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 it's as a result of inadequacy feeling less of yourself right but the concept of self-compassion agrees uh, or accepts your reality accepts your story because this is your own story you are the one writing your own story so i'm going to embrace the story and grow through the process now we can learn to feel good about ourselves not because we're special and above average but because we're human being intrinsically worthy of respect i hope this short episode kind of clearly talks about the concept of self um, compassion and self-esteem and you're going to begin to work on yourself and begin to embrace grace embrace give yourself enough grace give yourself enough room to grow give yourself enough compassion to be able to grow through the process it's other than just trying to like oh come up with the concept of self-esteem and once someone speak against what you you've been trying to do over the years to be begin to feel very bad about yourself begin to feel terrible about yourself begin to feel isolated and remove yourself from a community that is supposed to help you grow see you in the next episode my name is cora and this is the zanet podcast bye-bye